Welcome to Call Out Culture with your hosts, Alaska, Kelly Castro, and Zilla Rocker. This week's episode, hip-hop artists that are beloved by people who hate hip-hop. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Call Out Culture, episode 673. I am... Alaska. I'm here with my colleagues, friends, associates, co-conspirators, Zillaraka, and Curly Castro. Colleagues make this me is feel the like I'm culture a, podcast. Like I'm like I'm a professional or something. Like I should be turning in a, a are, paper for publishing tomorrow. You have to have a cardigan on right now if you're on this podcast. That's all I'm saying. Okay. We're colleagues. <laughs> colleagues. We're colleagues. Rap colleagues. I love it. Our families only see each other at the uh, company bar. Mm. You know, or, or Jack the Rapper. Or at Jack the Rapper. That's when we go catch All right. Um, tonight's topic is I love rapper X, but I hate hip hop. Or the other way around. I don't really like hip hop, but I love you. We're going to examine that Ooh. tonight. So th- this is something that I know that we've talked about in text message chains and we all have certain sort of feelings about it. But I, I started really noticing it with two groups that two groups that particularly come to mind. One of them is very obvious and the other one is not so obvious as far as I'm concerned. So the first one is the Beastie Boys. They're the Kings. Which... You know, that goes without saying. I mean, they play them all over, like, alt-rock radio. All the fucking kids that dress like the New Radicals. <laughs> new Radicals. Down, we're down with them in the 90s. And, uh, new Radicals. You know, it's it's kind of self-explanatory. It's the fucking Beastie Boys. They're fucking... They're basically the Beto O'Rourke of hip-hop. Yo, man, right. they are. And I, I just... I read their book over Christmas break. And them, them dudes, like, they are the... They are, like, the white walking embodiment of hip-hop culture like from the ground level and so it's hilarious people that don't like rap at all or like not like rap but like check your head is my jam but are people also using this i don't like rap but i like like beastie boys for instance as like a trojan horse so they can kind of visit i think it's coded language honestly i think it's coded language to be like my my perception is in all the years I've been around, like, like when I was in high school, cats, you know, like I was in high school in the late nineties when you only like one style of music to define your whole identity. Like you, the metal dudes, the alt rock dudes, the rap dudes. And like, I remember this happened when, when outcast, when Rosa Parks hit all the dudes that like alt rock were like, I don't like rap, but I like that outcast album. And to me, it was like, that doesn't live up to the negative stereotypes I have of rap. It is different. So it is not gangster rap. It is not street shit. It is uh, it's a, other. It's a backhanded compliment. It's right. A backhanded so compliment. It, it's, it's got undertones of like some gross shit being like, oh yeah, I, this this isn't that that saggy pants, bitches and hoes 40. Or the flip side was when the puffy shit came, everything was like, I don't like that mainstream shit, I like that pure shit. And to me, when when people said that, it was like, well, you don't like aspirational music. Like right. you don't you don't like broke dudes like making it music. You know what I mean? Like you you want dudes that, no, that sidestep like I wanna hear the struggle. 
when they struggle, you know what I'm saying? Not even a struggle. I want to hear about the elemental sciences of lyrical dexterity. And it's like, all right, but both both camps are like probably came up broke as shit. And one camp's being like, yo, I just want the brand new Benz with all the bitches. And the other dude's like lyrical pyramids, spherical wizardry. It's like, come on, man. You know, and I love both sides. I'm just saying like, it's like when when people react like that, like you're saying about the Beastie Boys, like they're they're, they're like... They're like the, 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 the first monkey in Outbreak. They're like the very beginning of that shit. You know, you could jump in. Because in the 80s, even though when they were blowing up, they talk about in their book, like all their fans were people they hated or licensed the ill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we talk about hating your fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, the other, what's the other group? What's the other group of laughing? The other group, I mean, it, it kind of ties into the, the like sort of like consciousness thing, but it's a tribe called Quest. All day. I, I, I have to admit, y'all, I'm not, I wasn't aware of that. I wasn't really aware of people that like Tribe but didn't like hip-hop. I have other examples, but cool me. I'm well, because I think people that are hip-hop fans, they do like Tribe, right? Right. Like, we all like Tribe. Tribe's fucking mm-hmm. dope. So there's no, like, no, like, shade thrown at right. Tribe. But there are the people that will find out that you like hip-hop. And like, I'm not super into hip-hop, but I really like a Tribe called Quest. Like, yeah. You know, it's basically the same thing. Like, I think, like, they stand for, like, what the music is really all about yeah. and this, that, and the third. But I don't really like rap, but they stand for what the music's about. And that's fucked it's up. It's almost like they're, like, in what Zilla was saying, where it's coded language, where it's almost like they're the good ones. Yes. And he, he always hears the irony about that. I, I, I texted you guys when this happened months back. There, there's this dude I really respect a lot on Twitter who's a Buddhist teacher in New York who's an author. And... I've been a practicing Buddhist for eight years. This is my wheelhouse. And I respect this dude. He has a podcast. I fuck with him. And he said that shit being like, yeah, you know, I only ever like Public Enemy, Tribe Called Quest, De La, you know, the, the, and I stepped to him on Twitter being like, everything you just said, all the dudes you like were the exceptions of the rule. Because rap has always been about, I'm the flies dude. I got the most money, the most chicks, the most skills, the most everything. So you're acting like things were better back in the day when these cats was on, but you only liked the shit that was counterculture back then. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so even in the 80s and 90s, you're like, yeah, I don't like all that flossing shit. I like these dudes being like, you know, peace, my brother. You know what I mean? Or like, yo, we got to have a but revolution. Like they, but they, but it, again, it's, it's, a, it's a lack of foresight to include all of those messages in there. Because tell me mm-hmm. when De La Soul wasn't bragging. And tell me when they wasn't schooling people. Tell me when they weren't bragging about yeah. schooling people. You know what Yo, I'm saying? Yo, Biddy's so in the BK things. Lounge. He he is degrading women directly. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the same way NWA did. It just wasn't as harsh, but it's the same thing. I mean, it, what I'm saying is, I don't know if I necessarily go with the base tenets of hip hop, always being you know inherently negative, not negative, but I do go with the braggadocious. I know that I'm on the corner, I'm fitting better than you. That's what all of my first rounds were. When, when 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 we get to these type of fans, because I also see like Eminem fans are these type of people. Oh, they're um, good. Like, you know what oh I'm saying? God. And then so especially when Eminem went super pop and started doing like the crossover songs, the country artists and all that, that reaffirmed their position. Like, oh, I'm I'm an Eminem fan. I'm not a rap fan. No, he like, didn't what do is, country what are you talking about? He didn't do no country no, I'm just, joints. I'm he saying, did. He no, did. No, I know what you're saying, but like all his first singles were the crossover corny joints. I'm Every talking first the later single. singles with the singers and stuff. That's oh, that yeah, 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 you're right. That, yeah. that stuff, that, that bleeding heart yep. stuff that he was doing. I'm saying, I think one of them was a country thing. I'm not sure. Um, I can't. But nah, again, nah. I don't, but it was like a super. I think you're thinking of Nelly. 
Yeah, and LL no, I know, no, I remember that song. And LL so did. Eminem was doing some songs with, with high-end pop singers, not just Idol, right? Like, in later albums, there would be, like, it'd be girls, I don't know what Skylar Gray is, and Jesse, oh, type, Jesse yeah, Reyes and Beyonce. That's what I meant. Like, I don't know who the fuck these people are. Like, Beyonce, I do. But I also, I, I never thought of it as a backhand account, and I'm, I'm glad to be schooled by that. But I was I was pretty naive to the Beastie Boy thing, because I don't understand the sentiment. I don't get, what are you doing? Like, if I like genre i might like some artists in it i might not not but i don't dislike the genre because my artist is better than the genre that's narcissist like what is wrong with you i don't even get that shit that's why it always confuses me because i really don't get where they're coming from um well i'll tell you what about tribe like when i like in the late 90s early 2000s i'd be at like a lot of house parties and i, I would like be like the impromptu like house dj you know playing whatever but I would always be in people's cribs. Alaska, he thinks he makes the best playlist at parties. He raves about him, so I can't even listen to half the playlist because you're always tapping me hard about, oh, check this next song I'm coming out. I'm not dude. Oh, come on. Can I, um, well, can I hear your mix? But, nah, you tell me? Nah, you got to be in the flesh. But anyway, when I when I would be at a lot of house parties, it, they'd be like punk dudes' cribs or like suicide girl-type cribs or dude, like non-rap people's cribs. And I'd be looking through all their shit and it'd be like Minor Threat and NoFX and all this other shit. And then there'd be Tribe Called Quest Greatest Hits. Always wow. on time. They would, Ooh, they would let me ask always you. be a Tribe album. Is you know what I mean? Greatest I like, hit, if you have multiple greatest hits in your collection, are you telling on yourself that you're not really a fan? Or am I just being, am I overreaching? I, I have, I have Hall & Oates Greatest Hits double CD because I don't feel like buying I mean, all I do individual I, shit. Right, when we younger older but like you know what i'm saying like if i see a couple of greatest hits i'm like so what are you doing like you don't have you have the outcast well, greatest hits but you don't have one outcast out yeah it's true yeah outcast up there too yeah see that's outcast the thing next. if you have the greatest hits right and the other records okay I'm with you're you. in good because the greatest hits is going to have a couple songs yep, that aren't on the, the exclusive other records. shit yeah but if you just have the greatest hits and not their records you're not really a fan yeah i think that's like thing. you know how many people bought um speaker box love below just for Hey Ya, and then fuck yep. with Speaker Box ever or it's any two you know? CDs in there. Probably yeah. didn't even play it. It's two CDs in there. I'm Chocolate. not gonna lie, I never fucked with Speaker Box. Wow. Oh wow. But this goes back to like one of my weird controversial p- positions in general that, that will have that, to be a whole another story. You better sometime. not say it. Are you? Oh, you know what I'm gonna say, so I won't even say it. Dilla, is he about to say? Big boy ain't shit. He, he's about to say. Yeah, is he gonna say that? Is, Yo, he's about he, to get banned in Atlanta forever. Alaska, are you about to say that for real? I'm not gonna say he ain't shit <laughs> because I think he's dope. He's just not my cup of tea. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I can handle but that. But in terms of fair? what, what artist, what artist type does he represent? Give me another example if you can that you don't just fuck with, like Young Dolph. Or I don't know. People that fall. Uh, no, I just don't like people that fall off beat a lot. When they're uh, oh yeah, that that was his thing. I'm glad like you the super hurry okay, flow. Yeah, yeah he, he would catch up though. He was never in pocket. When he when he gets in his pocket, he's phenomenal. Yeah. He is hard. But there's a lot of times where he's kind of like off. He's he's hard to sing along with. Like um, I just yeah, he's a lot. Wait. It's a lot. I can't wait. It's a hard song to follow. He's not even on his super duper shit. Like bombs over no. Baghdad is like hyper hyper seat. But he comes off on bombs yeah, over Baghdad. Yeah, oh no, yeah. those trace don't. You ever think of Pimp Rock? Yeah, but okay. No, I, I can. I can. No, 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 I'll, here's. I want to throw this in the mix too, because I don't know if it's ever happened to Alaska, especially with Hangar 18 when you guys were doing like Warp Tour and all that shit. 
have people ever come up to you and cash for two because you be rocking with bands and shit people ever come mm-hmm. up to you personally and said that shit like i don't like rap but i fuck with this set i, I like your songs or yes whatever. let me answer this all first. the time let me answer this first yeah. y'all but it never happened on warp tour it happened on def joke tours so what were they doing there in the first place what were they because they loved def so that jokes was the shit back then. They, they didn't like, like hip-hop it's like you know they like deaf jokes. They would give the same speech like I like deaf jokes. This is the real shit. It's not about jewels. It's not about violence. Yeah. Oh my god. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? When you go back to like the very early days, Busy B was talking about Dude, all this Eric shit. his album is called Paid in Full. Paid. Thank you. With gold chains on. Slick Rick had more chains than anybody's ever had in the history of hip hop. Right. Thank you. So check this. So I used to play my first successful run um, was in the 2000s with a group called Bohemian Fit. Shout out to them. And when we would play live, we played with a lot of bands. We kind of went backwards, y'all. We didn't have a DJ when we first started out. Like we have my man Ambush, so he came on board. But we started with a live band. But we recorded all our tracks. So when you got the CD, it was more produced. We used band members and stuff, but my man was producing a lot of it. So people would see us and they would come up and say, you know, I don't really, what would they say? I don't really fuck with hip hop over like that, but y'all shit dope. And at that time, I was still younger in the game. So I just, you know, any compliment, just, I don't care. But I didn't notice how it was a backhanded compliment because I'm like, so if we had SA Smash up here with us, y'all would, like, what, where's your line? That's what I don't understand. So where's the line? So if we bring you another like-minded artist under the Def Jokes banner, you'll like them immediately. Or if we bring another crew out with a band, you'll like them immediately. But they're hip hop too. I, I don't know. You could. I don't think hip hop can be sliced apart that way. It's not a pig. So I, I think to an extent, it's two things. I think one, it's people that are just like, you know, like we said, it's like backhanded compliments. It's sort of ignorance in the way that like low key racism, uh, yeah, prejudice is ignorance. Yeah. But I think there's also people that just don't have the experience with rap music. Mm-hmm. They have this idea in their head of what people have told them rap music is. And that's not just a generational thing. That's, that's an exposure thing. No, it's oh, not. Yeah. I, th- I, think it's, I think it's a locational thing. Mm. Mm. Right? So like, these things tended to happen in like Asheville. <laughs> yeah, town. Where, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like places where there's not necessarily – People don't have the opportunity to necessarily see groups. Yeah. So the only thing they're going to see is they're going to see like atmosphere come through because atmosphere broke that area. So that's their idea of what or like high row. Then it's like yeah, yeah like so they're, they're going to see cer- a certain sect of acts coming in. That's a good point. True. True. And they're going to be like, oh, that's the dope shit. So so it might not be necessarily like you know low key racist. Mm. It could just be inexperience and lack of access and which sounds stupid to say in the internet age all right well let's let but this is i i want to build on that because z regale that Mm. tale about that lady that liked us when they saw us when we so um alaska we used to do a a lo-fi show it was me and zilla and audio visuals and we would take a pa system with us so you didn't even need a system we would just perform like that z remember this that, that lady that complimented us at the bar that time we performed in that bar and she said something like that, like I don't listen to hip hop much. But this, what for? Oh, uh, it was um, it was next door to the hairstylist, maybe the hairdresser next door to your cousin's spot. And we had performed in that bar one time. We were doing we were doing double entendre, and we had did it there. Wolf? 
No, it wasn't at Sling Bluff. It, oh, oh, man. Oh, the, the, the Ethiopian bar? Yeah. I'm just remembering that yeah. there was a lady there that said she didn't listen. If I, so she wasn't saying I don't like it. She said she doesn't really listen to it. But our stuff exposed her to, you know, a good experience. She started digging our stuff. So I, maybe it, that's a I mean, like, all right. Example. So, like, like we, we just did a show last week for a crowd that, like, I've never played for, which was, like, older folks people like 30 to 60 years old where me and Castro play with a live band opening for rock him. And that, that crowd, these motherfuckers were with it. Like from jump street, everybody was having a good time, like smiling, dancing, throwing their hands up and all that shit. And they just came out to have a good time. You know what I mean? Like they didn't know, like the, the, the two main acts were like live jazz, funk, R and B bands. And Rockin' was playing with one band for like 15 minutes. We played with a band for 15 minutes. And everybody was rocking with us. It was it was ill. Like, everyone was just smiling and shit, having a good time. But we didn't get that shit afterwards. People walking up being like, yo, I don't, I don't like rap, but, you know, you guys are dope. And that didn't happen, which was cool. Because, like, that crowd to me was like, not saying they love rap, but, like, it's a little different than people going out of your way to tell you that shit. People going, to me, people going out of the way, it's like they're trying to make you the exception. You know yeah. what I mean? And be like, yeah, see, I don't like all that X, Y, Z shit. No matter what our presentation is, we're not asking for that. So that's why I'm so perplexed when it comes across. I'm not trying to be excised from rap. Do you think it could be like a form of virtue signaling? Like people that are like yeah. 30 to 60 year old, they don't need to do that. No, they don't just give like, a oh, fuck. Whatever. I don't really give no. a fuck. I'm coming out and having fun. But when you're like a 22 year old kid in a town that doesn't have shit, you got to come out and like try to be like the cool cat. You you like the artist and you want the artist to fuck with you, you know what I mean? So you're like, yeah. yo man, I'm here, I'm I'm supporting you, you. I want to be validated by you. I just, like I remember like when Slug was first blowing up, you know, off like trying to find a balance and all that shit, you know. And he's he's and everybody thought he was a white dude, like solely, and even though he has like a mixed background, and he's like a hip hop as shit, and he'd be like yelling at people in the shows, being like, if you don't know who the beat nuts are, fuck you. If you don't know who Cool G Rap is, fuck you. If you don't know who Public Enemy is, like fuck you. Basically, be like atmosphere isn't like some crossover punk shit. Like we are a hip hop ass group. You know what I mean? Like very in a very traditional sense. Like Ant makes beats on the MPC, I rap. You know what I mean? Like you, like you you ascribe us to this certain wave because we 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 we're on this label or we, we do these shows. But like all that shit you're slamming, that's what we came up on. So like that that's whack. And I was like I was respecting him for doing that shit. Like he didn't sidestep yeah. that with his audience. That's a slug. Well, because I think I think slug comes from that background. Mm -hmm. He comes from the background of taking it all in. Like when we were younger, every single style was valid, mm -hmm. right? So we were all like, we all liked all the different shit. If mm -hmm. you did it right, if you did it, if you were dope at it, we would accept it, no problem. Yeah. I always felt yeah, like it didn't matter what you were. The topic all inclusive, just like sports are. If you can play, come on on. If you can play ball, come on. I don't care what you look like. If you can rap. I've seen, like, I remember um, two, there's actually two birds and one stone. I ended up playing ball with this cat who had muscular dystrophy on, like, his left side, and he was already small. So you kind of hop around and use mainly one arm. You know, maybe the other arm to God. And it was strange, but he was really good. This motherfucker turned out to be most deaf brother who was in urban DCQ? thermodynamics. Not DCQ, the other one. There's another small, um, younger, not younger, but, yeah, but he's, like, he's, he's kind of messed up. Medina Green? If you no, or just so or he just stayed had, in a, or, or a thermal dynamics. Group, 
yeah, 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 I remember Urban them. He, he didn't move yeah, on. So okay. remember the, right, so remember that tall black girls most and the other little short. Now, I don't know if brother was just a term, but he was with most a lot. So I used mm. to play ball with that cat. And then he ends up, you know, being a rapper or whatever like that. So that just, that's just like six degrees. I mean, I don't know. When I was younger, y'all, I used to listen to a lot of different stuff, alternative. Big Guns N' Roses fan back in the day when it was tapes and all that <laughs> shit. But I always, even if I would take a big veer, like I remember when I was into uh, Linkin Park, all heavy and stained and all that shit, and <laughs> I still would always come back to hip-hop, like me, like a rubber band. You know, I would never veer too far too long. So I just, I, I think it's a pure art form. I love that it's music, and I just want people to respect it as music. And I feel like people that make these comments we're talking about or have these um, positions aren't really respecting it as a music. Because if it was a if it was a music, even if you didn't like it, you would still respect it. Even if people don't like listening to classical piano, it gets worldwide respect. Opera gets worldwide respect, even though people barely listen to it in their lifetime. So I I just want hip hop to get the same. I, you know what I I think it's fascinating that when you say that because to me like the amount of skill and diligence it takes to make rap like to me far out 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 outsizes other genres, like. The amount of fucking words we say in songs is like an entire rock album. That's some real shit. Dude, Homeboy Sandman said it best. He said one album is the equivalent of every word that the Beatles wrote. All day. Yeah, that's true. R&B, their count is totally different. They don't have to, you know, they, their words yeah. are way spaced out. You know what I mean? It's yeah, they, and they have like vocal dexterity and all that other shit. And I'm just like, yo, but like. How many records did Prince Paul and Q-Tip have to know and hear and digest to make those first wave? Exactly. A drive and day lobby. Like the exactly. amount of records you had to know. You know what I mean? Like to get a drum break. A run in an R&B song is still one word. It would just talking words out, right? You know what I mean? It's still a one word compared to us doing a, um, a run. And, and rap is like more words. So the, the odd thing to me that, the thing that's always bothered me about it ties into what Zillow was saying, where it's like, you know, Q-Tip and Prince Paul had to know mad shit. They had to be able to take that shit, sort of reorganize it, create something completely new out of it, and then put it out. And it gets like, oh, you're using other people's shit. But nobody really gets on, like, early rock and roll for stealing blues. You know what I mean? They they basically stole the exact formula. We're stealing each other's music. They they shit. Yeah, they stole the rhythms. They still they still play the same chords. They do the same shit. So there's nothing really original. But they're gonna shit on hip hop because I think one because of where it came from, two because they didn't know how to monetize it. True. And then, you know, pure and simple. I think a little bit of racism. That's 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 definitely a foundation of it. Look. If you can write music, I think it's just as difficult as putting you in front of two turntables and figuring out how to be juggle. You know, like people don't, nobody, nobody even investigates what we really do to put together a record. Granted, when I was younger, I had no idea either. But I always knew that there was craft involved with it. I never short a guitar player thinking he'd learn the chords and memorize it and be able to sing and play the guitar. I think that drumming is amazing to me. You're breaking your body into four parts. But you can't tell me that's not that I, me freestyling for 20 minutes straight is not just as amazing. You can't tell me me figuring out a song. Like, you know that feeling. When you finally figure out a song, like it's kind of stuck, and then you figure it out, and it's floodgates, 
Uh-uh. Nobody can take that from me. So. Well, you also look at great rappers. Yeah. Great rappers are all about phrasing, right? It's the way that you phrase your shit. Yeah. We're all saying the same, same shit. shit. Yeah, same. we're using the same words. Yeah. But yep. it's the way that you phrase it. Like Big Daddy Kane always said, like, we all say the same shit about who says that shit the flies. Yep. Yep. So, you know, you look at somebody like Cole Porter or like, you know, all these great, like, composition writers, fucking Rogers and Hammersmith or, yeah. or whatever the fuck their names are. Right. They're, they were all about phrasing. Mm-hmm. Right. It was right. Good. It wasn't about, like, you know, being clever and having interesting phrasing and interesting rhythm within those phrasings. So how is that different than hip hop? Well, the irony to me is like the whole going back to like people saying like, I don't like rap, but I like this shit. You know, like Eminem clearly is the greatest of all time in terms of sales and numbers with that audience. And so it's like when you, you know, when you get razzled dazzled by a white dude rapping double time, triple time and all that extra shit. It's like, all right, but like Twista was doing that in like 94, 95, 96. Yeah. But it's like, but you don't know Twista. You just don't know him. Okay. Why? Because like I, I, I remember very clearly when alternative rock radio was playing um, the real Slim Shady. And that nothing about that fucking shit is rock. There's no live anything. And they were playing it. And I remember, like, that's just some racist, that's just bottom line racist shit. I'm like, you wouldn't play a Jay-Z single, and Jay was the hottest shit out. Let's, let's, let's look at it this way. Yeah, let's look at it this way. Allowing yourself to be in tune with a certain wavelength, will ha- you will have a way more enjoyable hip-hop experience than you say. So say, let's say a fan always, and we know this, if you rap fast, you're good. Everybody does. Yes. dumb thinks that. Because, you know what, that's kind of like, that's kind of like the guitar solo and fucking beat it. Like, you'd be yeah. like, wow, I can never do that shit. Wow, that's so fast. But can you make that the beat like Quincy Jones, the whole beat? Right. Mm-hmm. So so you're impressed by Eminem, let's say, um, rap guy, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't tell me, and I don't care. You're lying. Maybe you just didn't get a chance to experience it. But that that is more powerful than Ghostface's verse on Impossible? No right. way. No yeah. way. And yeah. and that, and the, the feeling. Not even all the words Ghost uses. Great, he wrote it, wrote it great. But the feeling I get from that verse will last me eons than me being dazzled by somebody doing some verbal gymnastics that year. Like, like Eminem is like is like the fucking six string guitarist who flexes at like a jam mm-hmm. band show, like that yep. type of shit. Where it's like, or the guitarist wow. that plays with their nose in their mouth, but they don't know how to play a song. Yeah, but like on some real shit, like yo, on some real shit, like when it comes to like uh, other genres, like. Paul McCartney's the illest songwriter ever because his shit is so basic, but it's the most memorable covered shit of all time. He ain't playing like twelve string guitar, two 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 kick drum pedal, bass. I mean, um, drumming and shit. Like he ain't like virtuosoed out. He can do mad shit, but it's like his shit is simple. And but it but that's the hardest shit to make. That's the hardest shit to it's do. The, it's the five quotable. We, Alaska, we were talking about this the other day. We love Tribe, but who do we quote? Mm-hmm. Fife! Over and over again. Yeah. And rest in peace. It's not because he's going, people don't think that, but it's because they're short-sighted. Oh, no. We were quoting Fife for years. He just writes quotable. His stuff wasn't super complicated. He would fumble with words. He had a million accents. He was saying simple shit. Yep. But that shit just hit my memory button like, yo, say that again. Now, here's a funky introduction of how nice I am. Oof. That's a sip. Okay. It's on, it's on a telegram. Right? Yep. 
I I can't walk by a Carvel without saying went to Carvel to get a milk. Thank you, right? Like you know, like I love Q-Tip. Like Q-Tip to me, you know, like when Super Duty Tough Work did their their episode, like the best rap voices. As soon as I saw yeah. that topic, I was like, to me, Q-Tip has the best voice ever. Like no question. Love it. Q-Tip's number love one it. to me, just in my mind. And I started thinking now, but in the context of this, I'm like, what's what's my most quoted Q-Tip shit in my mind? And it's probably like, mm-hmm. um, uh, what's the name? You know, how far do you go to get respect? Um, because because Primo sampled that shit, not because like Q-Tip said that shit. Industry rule number four thousand eight. Yeah, it's probably that. It's probably that. Or or to me to me it's like um, what's my shit from um Hot Sex on a Platter? Where you at? To all the brothers with the funk on the undercover brother, dump your hoe in the truck. <laughs> like that shit. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, but so yeah, definitely. Or like Benita, maybe like Benita type of shit. I don't even know. Yo, but Q-Tip is kind of like, in a weird way, he's almost like, if you want to go back into rock analogies, he's almost like Pink Floyd, right? Where he's just like cerebral. Okay. You're the experience of You don't Q-tip. listen to Q-Tip for those oh shit moments. You listen to Q-Tip for like creating the full vibe. Like Midnight to me is the perfect Q-Tip song. Oh, I love Midnight. That's a great song. I love. Oh, don't make me bring up. Um, what's the other joint on the beginning of Beats, Rhymes, and Life Z that I really like? Oh uh, man, with the beat. Uh, man, it's... phony rappers. No, no, not that one. It's the other. Yeah, it is phony rappers. It is. Or or it gotta get a hold. Hey, yo, we gotta get a hold of the illest drum rolls. That joint is crazy. I think. Yeah, but I think. All right. So look, Alaska. Somebody like Madlib when he raps, it's about the whole song. It's not about him. Cool. He's not that good a rapper, but he can hold his own. So it's cool. even when Jay Dilla would rap sometimes. The yeah, whole Dilla, Slum yeah. Village to me was a pocket. vibe. That was what always a pocket? vibe, the pocket. You know what I'm saying? So you, you would quote the um end line, right? The overdub. You would mm-hmm. say, you know, five, you know, five point six. You know what I'm saying? Go in the mix. You know, shit like that. Oh, you know, you know, you know who's another you know who's another dude that people didn't like rap, but they liked him? Ooh. Biggie. Biggie. Really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I mean, but there was a there was a high commerciality to Biggie. He was all over the place. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you just, I'll take him. Like if I had to pick one, I'll take him. That's what they do, and that that's what I think is. A... Because his shit was just undeniable. Like his shit was so yeah. fucking undeniable. You couldn't even front on that shit. Like it didn't matter. And then I guess I'm sure Pac too. I'm sure Pac to a West. Also, Pac I think in in the present day, by some rappers softening up their um persona, like a lot of people love Flavor Flav now. They used to hate him, mm-hmm. call him ugly and all that shit. But the reality TV stuff, you know, soft and his persona. So now people, I love Flay, but they don't listen to not one right. piece of rap. But you know, other outlets. But you know, if you get to know a rapper through something else, like, uh, like if people, some people got to know OJ through the movies and didn't see him play, right. something like that. You know, you get a different perception. That's one way to get to know. <laughs> Nordbert, Nardbert, was it? Oh, no, oh, I love Nordbert. Nordberg, you been <laughs> fucked up the whole movie. You start getting fucked up, yo. The the, the karma and irony. Oh man, he was an idiot it. too. Hey, he Frank. was such an idiot. He didn't understand any instructions. I love Naked Gun. One thirty. What was the second one? Naked Gun two and thirty three and the third. Oh man. Oh, rest in peace, uh, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, he was a real. part of my life. Great man. Except that vampire movie, Z. That was that. Check this. I was fucking with my, with my son with like YouTube because he's big on Ninja Turtles. So I was like, yo, I'm, I'm having him watch a trailer for like three ninjas. There's three little fucking kids. You know what I mean? Get him amped up off three ninjas, right? 
Then there's another movie I forgot came out that I saw back in the day with Leslie Nielsen, Surf Ninjas with Rob Schneider and, and Ernie Reyes. Oh my Surf God. Ninjas. Yo. Who's Ernie Reyes? He 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 was he was the Asian kid from Ninja Turtles too. And he was in fucking sidekicks. Ninja and shit. Turtles was a little after my time. Come on, I, I know you were twenty eight when that shit dropped, but come on, bro. No, but, but wait, but wait, Alaska, you don't remember the um the rage of getting the small, short, karate master kid? And, like, no, no, I remember kids movies? getting it. I just wasn't like. Oh, did you ever see that movie with with the Rock? Um, the Rundown. Oh. He's in that shit. Ernie Rice is like the main okay. dude in that shit. He's like thirty in that movie. Yeah, yeah, and he was he was in like a TV series. But yeah, I remember that face. Cause they, 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 you remember the young kid from The Last Dragon? They were trying to push him because he was in a show afterwards. Yeah, it's so funny. Anyway, we're way off topic, so I think we should we should maybe should wrap up then. Yeah, I think we kind of uh, we kind of exhausted this. Um, what we're saying is, don't be one of those people. Don't be the people that's like, I like X group. I hate rap, but I like X group. You might actually just like rap. You might like rap, and then you also be like, wow, like like like. Maybe I have horrible taste, and now's a good time for me to expand my palate and be like, yo, why am I, why am I not listening to my people on the regular? Why am I not listening to fucking Too Short? What's wrong with me? Thank you. Use it as a gateway drug. Go, go pump in some J Electronica. It's got it. You know? Don't, nice no, no, strong price. You know? No, no, no commitment. Ain't nobody, nobody holding no. this on the edge. Just, just, just try something Work out. Work your way through. I, I know it's a daunting task. I got a lot of, I got a lot of like, friends, because... You know, I'm older than everybody, right? What do you think? I'm older. I got, I got friends that are, like, in their 50s Oof. and shit that never, like, that missed rap. Oof. But want to get into really? it. Really? Yeah, because, I mean, no, like, you know, they're, like, friends, like, my daughter's friend's parents, right? They're not, like, mm-hmm. they're not, like, it's one of those, like, sort of, we came into being friends through something else. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed, indeed. And they're very open to they're open to listening to rap because they saw Hamilton. Oh my god! Right, because mm. Hamilton is also one of those I don't like hip hop, but I love oh. Hamilton. But to their credit, you read Shakespeare. Everything in iambic pentameter is hip hop. To to their credit, they saw that and they're like, "Wait, this shit is good. I want to know right. more." So I get to sit down with them and I just like play one love. That's the song. I'm like, listen to this. Wow. If you like this, that's heavy. That's you'll a like heavy rap. Song, but that's good. That's a heavy. Because it's like, it's heavy, but I sit with them and I explain the whole song. Mm. And I'm like, this is what he means when he says this. This is what he's talking about here. And then by the time we get through that, they're usually pretty into it. And then I'll hit them with a little playlist of like, here's some essentials to get you going. And then I let them do whatever they're going to do. They usually probably don't even listen to that shit. They're like, this motherfucker is annoying. Um, you see, listeners? If you want to introduce people to hip hop, you don't have to play Humpty Dance. No, you don't play Humpty Dance. And, and you know, my, my problem was, my my problem was, I was always trying to convince like my mother that see, rap is poetry. See, mm. and I'd be like, "Here's most death." <laughs> it was never like, "Yo, mom, fuck it out of here." Here's mom deep survival of the fittest. Deal with it. Yeah, on the real. Well, my mom was a big Tupac fan, but only all eyes on me because the dear mama song. It- that, that was my mom. If you want to get anybody into rap, just play them. It takes two. Yeah, everybody fucks with that. Oh, because they got to move. They got to move. Everybody gotta loves move. that song. And just be gotta like, move. that's fucking rap. That feeling you have listening to that, that's rap music. Now build on from that. All right. If you see something in your culture, call it out.
There you go. If you see something, say something. If you see something, say something. You don't have a cloak. No, I don't. I'm sorry. No, no I, I don't I have a little brain. This ain't, this ain't bumper car wisdom. All right. We'll catch you all next out. week.